Welcome to All Along the Wasatch, a public affairs program produced by Bonneville Salt Lake City. If you would like to submit a request to be on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. Now, here's the host of All Along the Wasatch, Mike Parsons. My guests today are from the Bountiful Davis Arts Center, and the website is bdac.org. Alisa Ravel is the executive director, and Allison Neville, who is education director. Thank you to both of you for being here. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks for having us. So, Alisa, let's start with you and maybe just talk about the history of the Bountiful Arts Center. I kind of was reading on your website, it started as one thing, it wasn't a nonprofit, then it became a nonprofit, and you've been in several different spaces. So, Kind of take us through that history up through today. That's right. So BDAC actually started in 1974. We are coming up on our 50th anniversary. So wow. next year is a big year yeah. for us. We're excited about that. But it was started in 1974 as a cooperation between Bountiful City and the U of U's art department. And what they were trying to do is get a good art center in between Salt Lake and Ogden because hmm. there was really nothing there. But the population was growing. So there was definitely a need for it. So, yeah, we've been in a few places in the last 50 years. We are now at 90 North Main Street in Bountiful, and that is our permanent home, and it's a beautiful one. It's got great galleries. That's where we're going to stay. You're not going to let anybody drag you out of there. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always curious how people end up where they end up, so maybe each of you could just talk a little bit about your background and how you ended up at uh, Bountiful Davis Arts Center. Uh, Allison, maybe you can go first. Yeah, so I've been at the Bountiful Davis Arts Center for coming up on six years now. Um, My background was a Bachelor's of Fine Art in two-dimensional emphasis, and I actually snuck my way in Hmm. via an internship in the permanent collection. Um, So I was downstairs in the basement kind of going through files and organizing and photographing things, and as soon as a position opened up on staff, um, I was approached to see if I if I wanted to be there more than just a few hours a week, and I definitely said I would love to, and have been very happy at BDAC ever since. Now you have that degree. Do you do art yourself? Yes. Yeah. What I'm sort a, of art? I'm you you a said before we went artist. on the air that you had no musical talent. Yeah, but. no musical <laughs> talent. Um, so I actually do um, dioramas most recently. Um, usually, I've kind of animal atrocities so they're not exactly happy things Ooh, okay. um but yeah conceptual artists um have shown a little bit around utah and actually have a show up in la right now very nice and elisa how about you oh how much time do we have well <laughs> <laughs> i've had so many careers uh, <laughs> i did go to college um i graduated in interior design with an emphasis in historic interiors i ended up going from college right into uh actually zcmi and i did zcmi windows for several years hmm. till zcmi closed so those candy windows that everybody yeah, used to those. see i used to do those nice uh from there i went ahead and did uh interior design especially historic uh interiors and renovation work i did that for a long time um, and then i had twins and kind of slowed down a little bit And I ended up getting on with BDAC about 11 years ago. There was um, an ad that I saw that they were looking for um, some help doing some grant writing. So I ended up doing that. And that led to me taking over the events at BDAC. And then when our wonderful executive director, Emma Dugal, um, decided to retire, the board asked me to take over as D. So it was a long long and winding road. Yeah. How long have you been (laughs) in that position? Five years. Okay. So... We talked about how you'd moved around buildings for a while. Tell oh, us yes. tell us about your, your current building. Is 
What is the space like? And is, is, that, this, is yeah. that also considered part of the art? Absolutely it is. It's a wonderful building. So um, Bountiful City found us this building and uh, purchased it for us. It is right on Main Street, and it is a 100-year-old market. Hmm. It was built to be a market. It's got beautiful vaulted ceilings, um, pine or maplewood floors, and it just really wanted to grow up to be a community center, I think. Hmm. <laughs> Those old buildings can be really cool. Oh, it's so great. So, Allison, talk about the overall mission of BDAC. What is it that you're out to accomplish? Yeah, so um, we are aspiring to bring creativity to the community. So that could be through um, events, um, coming in to see the artwork, have, you know, the beautiful gallery space that's always free for people to visit. Um, Those shows change over every five to six weeks, so you can kind of see new things almost every other month. Um, And then also bringing together people for recitals. We have a recital program um, and then our classes and workshop space so people can come in and learn how to make art, um, you know, try a medium that they've never done before, um, that sort of thing. And, Elisa, what um, what does an art center like yours bring to a community? What what is the How does the community benefit from that? Oh, the community benefits in so many ways from the arts. Um, it br- really brings a vitality to our downtown area. It's a great reason for people to come downtown and kind of enjoy just the beautiful space down there. Um, most of what we do is actually free to the public. Mm-hmm. So as Allison said, we have free exhibitions. They change over every six weeks. Uh, we also do free family art nights, which Allison will tell you more about mm-hmm. later. Um, we have all kinds of wonderful free events, uh, music and and the visual arts for the community. Um, and it just kind of allows people to have a place where they can come and uh, be kind of spiritually fed, um, feel like they've they've seen something really or heard something really wonderful that day. Hmm. And am I right that there's been kind of a revitalization of the area that you're in? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that is credited to uh, recent bountiful mayors and city councils. They've really put Main Street mm. at the top of their list of priorities um, just to make Main Street a wonderful place to be. They've done some um, investment in some of the buildings there and really helped some of the shop owners to um, you know, put up new signs or, or do a little bit of work on their buildings. It's a wonderful historic Main Street. And so to keep that as a vital fun place to be has really done wonders for the city. There's a wonderful new park there. Um, and as you may or may not know, there have been several Hallmark movies actually filmed on oh, Bountiful's Main that. Street. Yeah. We get a lot of snow in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, is it always the plot where it's the big city attorney who comes home to help her mom and then meets the <laughs> The baker and they end up falling in love. Yeah, pretty I'm much sure. That, that, <laughs> that always happens on Main Street. In <laughs> of course. Uh, so, Allison, maybe tell us some, about some of the classes specifically that are available. You mentioned the family art night. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what kind of classes are available? And, and are there? I'm sure some of them are free, but probably not all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, family art night is kind of our major um, free event. Uh, we're open late on a Monday night, like once a month. Um, so you can come in kind of after work, um, that sort of thing, 
view the artwork that's on display and then come down to the classroom and make a project based on maybe an idea or like a material that you see on display um, and kind of gain a little bit of a deeper kind of understanding of maybe the artwork that you're seeing and also get excited about, you know, creating something that's inspired by what you're able to see. Um, so we do that every month. Um, it's a really fun, just casual evening. Um, it's just uh, open house style. So anytime during those hours, people can come in. Um, we have lots of amazing artwork that gets created every time. <laughs> um, and then our regular like class and work so- workshop schedule is everything from learning how to throw a pot to um, beginning to intermediate level oil painting Um, You could also come in and learn about encaustic, um, which, you know, maybe isn't something that you would try to tackle at home. But I don't know know. what that is. Um, So it's (laughs) kind of using uh, beeswax to kind of layer an image. Oh, okay. Um, So you can use, you could do collage, you could do painting, drawing, um, and sort of bury it within layers of uh, wax and kind of build up an image. Um, so they can be very, like, ethereal, kind of ghostly, hmm. um, cool medium, which, at least me personally, I would never think to do at my studio at home. Right. You know, it sounds like a little a little scary to have, you know, hot melting wax and that sort <laughs> of thing. Um, but you could try out different workshops like that at BDAC and maybe get a taste for something you love or decide that you, you know, are not an encaustic artist <laughs> and, and move back to the watercolor. Right. And, Elisa, uh, you've got lots of space there that you use for lots of different things. You Absolutely. rent out space. You've got a space with two Steinway pianos. We Kinda do. Talk about some of those spaces and what they're used for. Yeah, absolutely. So when we were able to move into this space nine years ago, we had a couple of board members who understood that there was a crying need in Davis County for music teachers to have a space to uh, hold their recitals. Hmm. There was just not a lot of space for that. We have a lot of music teachers, of course, all over Utah and yeah. definitely in Davis County. So as part of the remodeling, uh, we were able to add an in-gallery stage. It's beautiful. And uh, through some fundraising efforts, we were able to add two Steinway grand pianos to that. So not only do we have a beautiful gallery space that can be used for all kinds of events, it's rented out for weddings and family reunions and um, all all kinds of fun events like that. Um, we can also host low-cost recitals, um, and they are subsidized for local music teachers. Mm. So they can bring their students in, and then the students have a wonderful experience of being able to either play one of our pianos, or if it's, you know, violin recital, they can do that on a beautiful stage in a beautiful space. And it's a really professional-feeling experience, mm, yeah. so our music teachers really appreciate that. Growing up taking piano lessons, the recitals were always in my teacher's living room, so it was not very glamorous at all, and not enough room for all of the relatives. <laughs> this is yes, we definitely have room for all the relatives. And you do you do music as well, concerts. We do, we do. We've got concerts. Um, some of the concerts are just the space being rented out mm-hmm. by a band, and then some of the concerts are our own. So we have a concert series called Music Fest, and we've been running that for the past couple of years. Um, COVID put a little bit of a dent in, but we've able to been able to bring that back strong. And uh, we've got just the highest caliber of musicians for this. Sometimes there'll be a band. Um, sometimes it will be a few musicians, say, from the Utah Symphony that come and play in a string quartet or something like that. 
Um, but they're all um, subsidized tickets, so there are about 120 tickets available. It's a very intimate space, mm-hmm. and they're only $15 a ticket. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Allison, tell me about the Improvables. What is that? <laughs> ah, so the Improvables is a local improv group. Um, so they perform at BDAC on the stage um, once a week, usually every Friday. Um, every once in a while, they'll also host workshops, which should be super fun if you have kids that are interested in learning um, improv. Um, they do all kinds of skits. Um, sometimes they have loose themes for the night. So it's just a good time to kind of have something to go out and do on your Friday night. Perfect date night. And family-friendly. Yes, and family-friendly, for sure. My guests today are Lisa Revell, Executive Director, and Allison Neville, who is Education Director at Bountiful Davis Arts Center. Their website, bdac.org. And I've never heard of this before, Lisa, an art-o-mat, and you have the only one in the state. We have the only art-o-mat in the state. So tell us what the art-o-mat <laughs> is. So art-o-mat was put together by um, some wonderful people who take old cigarette machines. And if you're older like I am and you remember cigarette machines from your youth, you'll know exactly what it is when you're looking at it. So it's an old cigarette machine that has been repurposed to vend art. So oh. there are small pieces of art. They fit in boxes the size of the old cigarette boxes. Okay. And we have people come from all all over the country. And a lot of them do take trips and drive around and find all the art oh, amounts. Wow. So Bountiful Utah has the only one in in Utah. And Allison, how about some of your big annual events? I know you have a gingerbread fest. Mm-hmm. What are what are some of the other big annual events that you do? Um, so the gingerbread festival is one of the biggest ones. Um, happens kind of right after Thanksgiving, right before the rush in December. Um, and it's a very fun community event. People will build gingerbread houses, submit them to the competition. Um, we do awards for them so you can kind of get yearly prizes. Um, and then we have the festival itself is, you know, Santa's there. You can get pictures with him. Um, you can make an art project. You can have a a story, um, read to you and just kind of have a fun, you know, little festive, uh, day during, uh, December. And are these amateurs or professionals or both? It's both, yeah. yeah. We do get professional entries as well as amateurs. Um, we also have different age categories. We absolutely love, you know, the gingerbread houses made by kids. Uh, we do not discriminate against uh, graham crackers or anything <laughs> like that um, and get, get a lot of fun, just creative submissions. Huh. Do you partner with any of the local schools in Davis County? Definitely, um, especially for the DSD or Davis School District exhibition. And I will have Allison tell you about oh, okay. that because she's in charge of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's actually coming up. It's our next exhibition. Um, and we invite students all across Davis County, both junior high and high school. Um, they go through a professional application. Um, so they kind of get experience in photographing their work, pricing their work. Um, and how to kind of represent it professionally. And then we have um, the artwork juried um, by local jurors that kind of have background in the arts field, um, are professional artists themselves. Um, And we usually get close to uh, 200 submissions every year across the county. And then um, we have to whittle that down to fit in our space. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have about uh, 90 pieces shown by 
um, high school students and then about 30 from junior high. And then they get to come in. There's an award ceremony. Um, so kind of the students get to, you know, have a little bit of an accolade with, you know, winning Best in Show sure. or winning um, the Junior Artist in Residency Program Award, which is very particular to our high school show. Um, so we actually invite one student back over the summer um, in between, you know, when they're taking classes to try out working in an artist studio um, and kind of get feedback on the work that they're making. Um, and then the next uh, time the school district show happens, they actually have a small solo show. Um, and oh, as far really as I cool. know, we're the only we're the only program like that in the state. Lisa, maybe you could tell us about, I got on your website and I saw the test site and I thought, oh, okay, this must be a web page that hasn't been built yet. <laughs> but then I looked a little further and no, you have something called the test site. Yeah, the test site is just exactly what Allison was talking about. That is the name of our artist ah, in okay. residence program. And just like she said, we do host a student artist in residence. Um, and we're, as far as we know, the only place in Utah that does that. But we also have spaces for uh, two artists to be residents at once. We have two different studios, and they have access to those studios 24-7 for the length of their residency. We have uh, wonderful professional artists come in to uh, give them some support and maybe some critique and some help at times. And then at the end of their residency, they get a solo show with us. Very cool. So it's a fantastic way to uh, build up our local artists. Now, sometimes artists can be a little eclectic. So if you've got somebody that's in there 24-7, have you had any experiences with something weird going on in the middle of the night? or <laughs> Absolutely anything not. Anything you can reveal? No? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> um, they're, because they're artists and they usually have a day job, they're welcome to come in anytime. We've had no problems. Some people have said that our building is haunted, but I don't mm. believe it. I think that's a plus. <laughs> How does somebody go about applying to exhibit? At BDAC. We start taking applications in about June and July of every year for the following year. So um, if an artist is interested in that, they can just go on our website, which is bdac.org, and look over the exhibitions. There will be a form online, and they can go ahead and submit a proposal for an exhibition. And is that where most of them come from, or do you seek some out as well? We do seek some out, um, but not very many. We've had so many proposals come in that we... Kind of try to try to stick to that so that okay. we can show as many local artists as possible. And you've both mentioned how there are so many different things that are free to come and enjoy. But what, Allison, are your hours and your admission prices generally? Yeah, so we are free admission, so you can come in to see the gallery space um, without making any sort of payment. Uh, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, so we do greatly appreciate donations. Mm -hmm. And those could be made cash, card, um, or check just at our front desk. Um, we are open Tuesday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then on Saturday from noon to 5. And Elisa, who pays for most of this fun? I know you're a nonprofit, so you probably rely pretty heavily on donations and grants, but but who else is involved? It sounds like maybe the city is as Yeah, well. absolutely. So we are not uh, part of the city. We are an independent 501c3, but the city of Bountiful is our biggest supporter mm. by far, um, and they have been from the very beginning. We have a really good partnership with the city. We really appreciate them. They really appreciate us, um, so that's a lot of it. We also get funding from the Utah uh, Department of Arts and Museums, as most art uh, places around Utah do. And then everything from there is just a lot of grants and donations and fundraisers and things like that. So 
And every little dollar adds up. Every dollar adds up. (laughs) Um, What are the advantages of getting a membership? And I noticed that you had lots of different kinds of memberships. We do. Yeah, so the biggest advantage of getting a membership is knowing that you are supporting the arts in your community. Um, You can also get uh, discounts in our wonderful gift shop, which Allison runs, and it is amazing. I think it's the best best museum gift shop ever. We love it. Um, And then um, there are also discounts for classes and things like that. So if you want your discounts, you can certainly earn that uh, $35 back for the membership. Yeah, it sounds like it. But I noticed you have not just family memberships, you have teacher memberships and all different kinds of things. We do. So we have discounted memberships for uh, music teachers, art teachers, Mm. artists, seniors, students, um, any any kind of membership that you could possibly need, um, we would have for you. So Elisa's bragging about the gift shop, Allison, and you're in charge of that. So tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah. So the gift shop is very fun, uh, possibly very bad for your pocketbook. Uh. Um, It is kind of a curation of local artist goods. So you could get anything from original oil paintings um, to like ceramic work. Uh, You could also find some very fun prints. You can find some art supplies. Um, some local books. Um, we also have a local artist sticker machine that is super fun. If you need more vending in your life besides <laughs> just the Artomat, um, but yeah, so it's it's mostly just local artists' work and then um, a little bit of kind of art supplies if you're feeling inspired when you leave. Cool. I, I, I just when I think of a gift shop in a museum, or oftentimes it's just a bunch of stuff made in China <laughs> with. You got to see if you can find your name on the little license plate. It's not that kind of thing. At no, all. it's it's much more personal and much more local for sure. So lots of different ways to help. Of course, donating money is the best way because you can turn that into anything you want. Uh, visiting the the center and making a contribution. Uh, I'm sure you've got all kinds of different ways for people to donate on an ongoing basis. What about um, things? Are you are there any kind of in kind donations that you're specifically looking for? Um, we don't generally need. Things so much as we um, need, like volunteer help, Mm -hmm. is always appreciated. Whether it is, you know, coming to help us set up an exhibition or just answering phones at the front desk, whatever uh, kind of time people have to give to us, we really appreciate that. How big is your staff? How many paid employees are there? We have uh, five paid employees. Wow, so you really do need volunteers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We are stretched very thin, but I always say my staff is small and mighty. Yeah. Well, that's great. So probably everybody knows how to do everything. Everybody's Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so lots of volunteer opportunities. Um, Lisa, what do you wish people knew about BDAC? I have to admit that I didn't know it existed until recently. <laughs> so that's probably the first thing. But what else do you want? wish people knew about it? Absolutely. The first thing is just I wish people knew that we were there. Mm-hmm. And second, I wish that uh, people understood the high quality of work that we show there. Um, it's. I know that it sounds kind of odd to go to Bountiful to see literally <laughs> top-notch art, but that is what is there. <laughs> All of the art that we show is really, really high quality. Um, our, like I said, our music events too are just absolutely the best. So there's a lot of uh, fun to be had and a lot of art to be seen and enjoyed, just right there in Bountiful. And that revitalized area, I'm sure there's a place to eat before you go in. It's beautiful. We've got, oh, yeah, we've got Royal India across the street. <laughs> it's the best. So we were talking today about just how uh, having easy parking in the area is so great. 
<laughs> and is that part of that revitalization? Um, yeah. So the parking, there's on-street parking. There's also off-street parking. Right behind our building is a fantastic big parking lot. And it's free, probably. And it's free. Mm-hmm. It's free parking. So um, when you go downtown to see mm-hmm. wonderful art galleries and that sort of thing, parking can always be a headache. Oh, yeah. It's a nightmare. But not at BDAC. <laughs> we have plenty of parking. It's a very stress-free experience. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I know going downtown can be tough, especially if there's multiple things <laughs> happening. So, Elisa, before we wrap it up, I mean, what do you, where do you see BDAC in five to ten years? What Will you be doing the same thing, or what do you want to grow into, if anything? You know, because of the wonderful building that we have, we've actually exploded our programs in the past nine years that we've been there. So we do a lot more exhibitions, a lot more classes, um, a lot more things like that. We've obviously added the music program. And so for the next five to ten years, I would really like to see that growth um, just kind of continue, you know, maybe not quite so quickly, but still just be able to offer the absolute best um, art classes and exhibitions and music programs. Sounds like fun. I've got to go check it out. I really I need to go see it myself. <laughs> Bountiful Davis Art Center, BDAC.org is the website. Elisa Ravel, Executive Director, and Allison Neville, who's Education Director, have been our guests. Thank you both so much for your time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to All Along the Wasatch with Mike Parsons. If you would like to submit a request to be a guest on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. That's mparsons at ksl.com. 